0: And welcome to Shoot Shine Watch, episode 34. I'm your host, Kamran Shustan. With me is... i hosting... Brandon. Ah, you messed me up. <laughs> I'm Brandon from Apollo City Comics. <laughs> I forgot the with me hosting part. That's why I was like, oh, correct myself. I got the pause. Yeah. Hi. Hello. It's page. It's been a bit. Like one ping only. <laughs> That's not Bond. That's actually Hunt for the Rat October, but you know. Also <laughs> with us is James.
1: Yeah. Not Bond. James Seelig, for the first time, yeah, on the on the <laughs> <Yeah>. sidewatch. <laughs> uh No, the
0: second time actually. You Wait, were what? on the No Time to Die episode. Oh, you're right. Because oh, we I were just like, oh, we'll just do it here. We didn't want to do it on side Same. talks. So we just put it all together right there. That's been I a- totally forgot like about our, that. Our one modern movie we've done that was actually a theatrical recent release that wasn't like, hey, this is from like two decades ago. <laughs> I Whoa, think.
2: Oh, James, it's been a while since you've been on the show. Holy crap! Maybe that's why yeah. I don't remember it because it's probably that was November,
0: been- right? No, October.
1: October? October? Time to die. When did that... It that t- was October of because last year, yeah.
0: I wanted to align it with November because that's when we were doing the Bond Month anyway, but it came out in October, uh, so we kind of had that around a bunch of Dracula movies. You know what? Maybe that was the last time we did an episode together, James. Not going to lie.
1: What?
0: <laughs> yeah, because we had already wrapped up all the main, like, all the big cut of steel stuff mm-hmm. and then kind of went on a short hiatus and then came back, but it yeah. was like the only no we cuz there was we did two things together it was that and then the Cut of steel fandom episode where the mm-hmm. two things we did together uh as a trio um, and then after that yeah then we then we stopped <laughs> well, well this was a good yeah. one this was like a great
2: one to like bounce back to with the bond stuff you know it's been a kind of a minute since we've done some of these um cuz i got to you know, i read the books while I, we do this and Goldfinger, the book on this one, um, a little lengthy, but it was really cool. Um, honestly, like this, this falls. Okay. Goldfinger is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh book in the
0: franchise. Wow. And this comes out right after Dr. No. I forget. Right. Where did we, we talked about it during New Year's. Where did From Russia With Love fall? Right before that Dr. No. That's so funny i'm always wigged out so the whole thing here if you guys don't get it yet goldfinger is the third bond film and it's dr no for Russia with love then goldfinger and the fact that that's like in the books it's not only the fact that dr no isn't even close to being the first novel for Russia with love is before that so it's all just kind of like I don't know what the fuck is going on, man.
2: Yeah, this comes back to our continuity aspect of what started the show. Like, we did this to understand the movie continuity, but now my book continuity is fucked. Like, I would have loved to read these in order. If we were smart, we would have probably done it in the order of the books. That would have been interesting. That would have been great, but we've already done half of them. We're almost done, so I'll just reread And them. it's, They're great it, books. you know, we're at totally a
0: different... And it's been a while, I guess, since we've done Bond. Like, we did it back... You know, originally, this would have been... New Year's, we would have had the uh, Spike Lee month. And then right after that would have been Bond. So it would have been like, oh, one little month between uh, some Connery stuff. But, uh, you know, things changed and it is now the <laughs> mid-July that we're doing it after the last Bond episode. It's actually been like seven months uh, since our previous one. But what well, the way we've been doing it is uh, our three months of Bond, which is February, June, and November We separate it by every two Bond actors and we'll do all of their movies in order, but just kind of each actor's movie in order. So like February was uh, originally Connery and Lazenby, June was uh, Moore and Dalton, and then November was Brosnan and Craig. And because we've already finished up Lazenby with his one shot, it's pretty much doubling down that month on Connery since he and Moore have the most out of all of them. So they take the most time anyway. So it's fine to get a couple extras out of there. Uh, I th- and this is our second round. Uh, we're pretty mm-hmm. much going through two Conneries, which is this and Thunderball. And then we have, uh, what was it? The Spy Who Loved Me and Moonraker for Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. And then the official bow out, because was only two movies for Timothy Dalton, which is Licensed to Kill. And then later on, we got uh, Tomorrow Never Dies and... The Quantum of Solace. Oh boy, yeah, Yeah, for those, which is like Casino 1.5, but actually watching it right after Casino, it works a lot. You have to watch them back to back to get that shit to work. You really do. That's like the one part of that franchise.
2: Um, I don't know. Have you guys seen Goldfinger before? What's your experience with Goldfinger?
1: Yeah. So when I was a kid, I I somehow missed all of the James Bonds except for Sean Connery, and then like Pierce Brosnan, because that was like when when we were kids. He was the James Bond that was, like, the new movies. So it, like, blew my mind years later to find out that, like, Roger there's like, some dude called Roger Moore who even played James Bond and stuff like that. So I'm much more familiar with the Sean Connery movies, and Goldfinger was one of the, like... I don't want to say one of my favorites, but it's just, like, one of the ones that I remember the most of because it's got such interesting things, like killing people by painting them gold. Like... Yeah. That's so weird. And, like, I... It had been a while, so I watched it again last night to refresh my memory, and I had like completely forgotten so many things, like how like there's a handful of Bond women in just this movie, and like some of the more interesting ones too, or memorable ones. And there's a fifty uh, li- percent
0: living rate, I guess, in, yeah, in this film as well, a high mortality
1: and rate for these uh, women in this movie.
0: Yeah, they it's really hard to survive this one, I'll tell you, but. This movie was directed, this came out in what, 1960, uh, 1966, I believe. No, 64, sorry. 1964, and it was directed by Guy Hamilton, which we've talked about uh, one, only on, uh, I believe, one other episode. And it wasn't actually a Connery episode. It was the Roger Moore episode, Live and Let Die. And Live and Let Die was like his last one uh goldfinger was his first bond movie he directed he actually didn't do uh any of the others there was a couple there was a few in between but uh it's funny that we started with his final film and now are going to his second one after this uh otherwise um it was written by richard Maybaum and paul den which i believe pretty much worked on the previous ones as well and the future ones they've done thunderball uh which is right after this and pretty much uh we talked about it before but yeah they did all from like dr no to like all the way near the end of i want to say timothy dalton even but the way the writers work uh is you'll have like one or two of them go through the entire thing and you'll see someone new show up and gradually the old one gets phased out and this new writer then takes a hold mm-hmm. and they kind of keep that uh wave going there uh but yeah, just a fresh a refresher there on the way they kind of pull that stuff off.
2: And then the book was published in 1959.
0: So it's not like, that long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's... I wonder, maybe the reason they did this movie after from Russia or like that soon after was because maybe it was more recent and more popular of a book than the others. They, did, they just kind of were like, we don't really know how many of these we're going to make. So let's take, you know, maybe that's actually how they did it. They just went, maybe these are the best ones. We'll do them first and then kind of see how many we can get done. And that could have been the way they pulled it off. Maybe the writers had an overall plan. I don't want to say like a Kevin Feige Marvel phase plan, but an overall, at least for the first like five movies, an overall plan that's like Spectre and stuff Mm -hmm. uh, for um, Sean Connery. And then once you got to Roger Moore, it was completely different, where it wasn't even anything uh, related to that. Uh, even though the books had a, uh, what was it called? Smirsh? Smursh, Smursh, Smursh. Smir- 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 yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Yeah, James, there was not only Spectre, but there was Smirsh. You always well, have to watch uh- out for Smir- Yeah. Okay.
2: There w- no, there wasn't Spectre. Spectre is oh, right, Smirsh. Right. Right. Smursh. is, they changed from Smirsh to Spectre for the movies.
0: Were they, because vector, they, really, they thought about cool it in, enough? Like, yeah <laughs> yeah they're like what? <laughs> in fleming it's like what's wrong with Smursh? yeah sir say that out loud three more times oh i see what you mean okay yeah, yeah. it sounds different saying than reading it i guess <laughs> yeah but, um
2: and also it throws me off because like i work in marketing and one of the marketing things that they refer to is sem rush and so just like Smursh and sem rush is like the same the letters are there basically so in close. And yeah yeah um dude, it's crazy. Honestly, that I i had never seen Goldfinger before. I'd never watched this really? movie. Yeah, this is my first watching um ever. And it's weird because it's like one of the most popular, most referenced one. I had seen Austin Powers Goldmember oh so my many God. times and never seen Goldfinger before. Dude,
1: the amount of times uh, the laser thing is like yeah, it's recreated <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, this is an iconic <laughs> Honestly out of
0: all of the Connor movies, this one is probably the most recognized out of all of them uh, it's supposedly
2: Easily. like the best james bond movie like i don't think
0: so but yeah that, that's what
2: people yeah say. that's a bold
1: claim i don't know <laughs> yeah. like you it's, can uh, definitely make you, that argument but I you can make it
0: especially if it's a Connor out of all the connery ones yeah especially like um villain wise kind of goldfinger is kind of a whatever villain but well, odd job is
1: the more dude odd job was my favorite as a kid he's like how do you yeah. How do you even come up with the idea of a guy who kills someone by throwing his hat at them?
2: Yeah. See, I always knew about the character, and I admired that character because he's just this big old buff. Like, you knew who he was without... I knew who he was without seeing the movie, you know what I mean? Um, And then, like, the bowler hat. Like, that's so referenced. You just see that clip whenever they bring up James Bond anything. He, like,
1: decapitated Um, a stone, like, sculpture with it.
0: I love the fact that you see, like all the punches bond throws at him and he just smiles at i'm like you're funny dude
1: dude at the end he threw a gold brick at him and it just like bounced off and like i know it's a prop but in real life if he would, if you had actually been able to throw a gold brick that hard at someone that would have hurt
2: yeah yeah
1: it uh it's cool because honestly this is what what
2: made me happy and i guess the one way i could define that this was like the best bond film uh, around is that it was strikingly accurate to the book um, really? really more yeah. than the others huh yeah uh, way more than the others the first half of the movie is pretty damn accurate um uh there's some you know alter differences from you know book to screen because you have to kind of speed things up or you can't show as much and uh things like that but for the most part a lot of it conceptually was definitely there um they always change what the bad guy is going to do like at the end this one i'm just gonna spoil it real fast but this one uh had what it, they're trying to use an atomic bomb to make it yeah like a dirty, the bomb. Gold. Yeah, dirty bomb to make it radioactive and increase his gold but in fact in the book he was just like i know all about the train routes that go under there they don't deliver the gold oh. there they go underground and that's how they put it inside of the vault and then they take off and he's like we're going to infiltrate and you know go underground and take all this gold they're, they're gonna use explosives and everything just like they said but they were gonna blow up the roof or the bottom of it and then just like take it all it's just gonna fall into a train thing and they're gonna take off like that's why they had that two hour window and it was gonna work um would the uh the pilots still do the knockout gas the no they, they in fact it wasn't pilots and knockout gas it was the same kind of concept even like something that's supposed to put him to sleep, but it turned out to be fatal, but they were putting it into the water supply so that everybody uh. in the town would be like knocked out. And that's why it would be swift in and out, quiet, all that type of stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, backtracking a bit more what was different is that bond gets captured with a uh, home sister, the girl that dies. And then the, you know, his sister, their sister's trying to get revenge. Um, they end up getting captured together. That was right. And then uh, Goldfinger, I was a gold member. Goldfinger ends up using them as part of his plan, and they're like his right hand people. They're, he's like, you got no other option. Like, you do this or die. And he like loves Bond, and he admires him for like messing with them in the golf course in the very beginning, all that type of stuff. And he uses these two, and they're like presenting the plan with Goldfinger to the mob people. Um, And he's, like, getting all these mobsters. They even, and, you know, Pussy Galore, she was, like, a New York mob girl. That's who she was. She wasn't, like, some airplane pilot. She was, like, some street gang mob girl from New York that, like, was running a big sector that Goldfinger, like, brought into that group of gangsters to run this whole thing. Um, So Bond and that girl are helping present it. And as Bond is finding out all the facts, there's no way for him to communicate with the outside world. He doesn't have a tracer or any of that. It's goofy as shit, but what he ends up doing is writing down what's going to happen, um, and putting it inside a fucking bottle, and <laughs> dropping it off somewhere. And he's just like, "I hope somebody finds this." And it even says like, "Give this to Felix Leiter and uh for an immediate two thousand dollar reward upon arrival." And I guess somebody found the bottle and told Felix and the CIA just
0: in time. <laughs> it was the stupidest thing in the book, but it—I it, mean—it kind of worked out. Um, so is it still the thing that happens is uh, what's her name Jill Masterson was cheating for him she dies she still gets painted gold in the book yeah and that uh, whole him and dot Tilly, thing
2: like keeping like covering that's how you would keep him alive was by keeping that part to like not suffocate and by covering yeah. up that's all in the book too I thought that was cool
0: interesting and then uh, Tilly Masterson mm-hmm. uh, the sister mm-hmm. does she also die in the book too or I does do, she
2: survive I, she, she does die in the book too like it's like how, one of those how
0: how different is it?
2: I don't remember. It was like I wish I could remember her death
0: better, but if I looked it up I'd know. Um Oh, so he still ends up at the end then with Pussy Galore like, "Oh boy." Actually, Yeah. One blonde to the next blonde <laughs> to the next. Yeah, she this one
2: he did uh yeah, it was a bit more gangster in this Bond in that in that sense too. Um kind of interesting. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of any other major differences. Um I mean that that fucking Gosh, what is it? The laser scene. I don't even think that laser scene was in the book.
1: I do not really recall that laser scene oh. at all in the book. That's interesting because um, it kind of spawns one of the most like iconic Bond villain lines. It's like, "No, Mister Bond, I expect you to die." It's a circular <laughs> saw that's um, oh Ooh. yeah. That's definitely a bit less convoluted.
0: <laughs> yeah, or less. I guess less presentable in a
1: film as well. It's, it's an industrial laser. You could shine a light on the moon, or cut a table in half. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just want to slowly kill you, just to yeah. make you sweat. Dick
1: first, just fuck you.
0: Yeah, yeah, really. He was going dick first. You don't think about yeah. that. It's like uh, if you hit once, it hits his body. It's like I might as well die. Yeah, just kill me I'm now, James please. <laughs> yeah, just kill me. I don't want to deal with this. And, uh, I mean, there
2: is also a big difference in Goldfinger. Goldfinger was genuinely in love with gold. Like he was obsessed with gold. Like that was ooh. his passion. Like fucking gold he got to you know they they kind of play out the beginning a lot in the book because he meets goldfinger like three times and kind of trumps him three times in a row and bond's kind of investigating him at at the same time but that whole thing the whole thing with goldfinger is that he was cheating people out of money just like in the beginning and that's how uh bond came across it because the person he was cheating in the beginning it was a guy that bond played cards with in casino royale i thought that was a good cool oh. connection he was just oh. like i was and it drops the name and he's just like i was sitting to your right and then bond was like i'm sorry i don't recall you too much um it's a high pressure moment like i apologize and like he ends up helping him get his money back but it was like an insane amount like twenty five thousand or something he had to give back so he helps him. that oh, guy wow. get his money back from yeah. Goldfinger. yeah oh that's dope okay and that's
0: actually pretty cool the, the way they connect that then
2: yeah i thought that was interesting too um but you know what this damn bond series why is felix a different person like felix comes (laughs) out in the beginning of this movie and when he pops up all these girls are admiring him and then he talks to bond right away as if we're no to know who the fuck he is and it's like it's a different actor every single time and it's like the third bond movie and it's always different you never recognize Felix. it's incredibly
0: inconsistent yeah no
2: matter what no matter what and i reading the book so often felix is now referred to james i don't know if this was the episode we talked about or if you knew about it, but in the the Bond books, I think in To Live or Let Die, that's the one where he gets tossed into, like, a shark or, like, a piranha pit or something and um, he gets his, like, arm and leg like eaten off and he has, like, a robotic arm and shit and leg. Whoa. And so, yeah. Oh, I remember you saying that. And so I see Felix now and I'm just like, damn, like, we missed out on some cool shit. Like, a CIA (laughs) agent with, like, robotic, like, uh, like, arms and shit i don't know uh it's really disappointing not seeing that i just feel
0: yeah looking at it again it it is so funny that you see the filmography of all these actors that play felix and it's always just a bond film i think the only felix that reoccurs is jeffrey wright's felix in the daniel craig movies where he's in Mm -hmm. casino quantum and no time i think i don't think he's in he's not in skyfall or specter i don't believe right
2: I don't think so. There's two of them that, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think he's in those yeah, ones at all. He's yeah, he's just
0: in three out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's insane that you can keep cue from <laughs> yes. Sean Connery Bond all the way through Timothy, through Pierce Brosnan Bond. Like he exits out halfway through the Brosnan movies. Mm-hmm. That same actor went through all of that and that's then you're like really you impressive. that's super impressive. incredibly impressive he's the longest Perfect. standing actor in all those movies for sure and then you go to fucking felix slatter it's like you can't do two, you can't do two movies you can't no no just one just one you only get one and then we gotta find a new new white guy just throw him in it's fine like we can't figure it out it's no it's one cares ridiculous. about felix
1: anyway right <laughs>
0: <laughs> just the american, the american it's not about the americans that's why Because it's, yeah. it's like only british people come back the, the americans can't it's not allowed Unless you're George Lazenby, then you just you just won't, apparently. But uh, the song for this one, which we've talked about, like, uh, I guess going back now to these, like, first three. Dr. No didn't really have one. It was just kind of like the three blind mice thing going on, and they would just walk around being these blind guys and then murder people, and you're like, well, all right, that was unexpected. And then uh, From Russia With Love did have a song, but it felt very much like... Uh, they're still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And then Goldfinger comes along. And this is like, here's the full thing. Here's the full intro. you got girl painted gold in her reflection is, or like on her yeah, skin. Yeah, I think they were like it's projecting like a projection of, onto her. Yes. They were using their skin as projections uh, for like Bond and other characters and showing clips from the film. And it's also the thing of like, you know, in almost every single Bond intro, there's the silhouettes of women and you're assuming they're probably naked or something. And you're just kind of like, yep, it's the Bond movie and stuff. But this is like the first big like def- definition of it, especially with the song. It's like gold finger, he's the man with the Midas touch and shit. And I, I'm not going to lie, guys, I can't stand that song. Not, I, can't. I wasn't really? a fan of it at all. No, I can't do it. Like her, the, the vocalization is great. Like she's very aggressive when she does it. Like you could feel like the... The She's she puts into it mm-hmm. but i'm just not a fan of the the lyrics honestly i'm just like you don't,
1: you don't like the man with the midas touch the man with the spiders touch what a cold <laughs> finger
0: yeah and I'm, I'm just like fuck the 60s god da-. yeah no i'm okay. like, like he'll beckon in you into where, his spider's
1: web but don't go in like yeah uh, okay. it's just a <laughs>
0: it's just a big before our time thing yeah I feel uh, like. but that's then again that's all of the everything that sean connery bond does where you know he's getting massaged by a woman and when felix comes over and she's like oh it's my man talk time ass walks and... walks I was, yeah.
1: there was like i i know the last time i watched this i was like a kid and i like didn't think about it too hard but watching it now i'm like oh man like so much of what he's doing is not would not fly today well even that's with, why like, that's why I love galore, like
2: he does not let that girl leave and it's one thing that you know she's like the one person he has to convince but literally that whole entire scene was him like grapping onto her until he got her on the ground to fuck yeah and then literally at the very last line of the movie which is stupid as hell where they're like but how did you get her to call the americans and then he's just like ah i like, said because he gave you the dick like it was just basically like, like,
0: i, I like, appealed to her maternal yeah hasty. that's what it was yes. uh and ugh. i'm just like uh well that and, like Ridiculous. uh
1: jill masterson the the sister like he uses his like wicked awesome new aston martin to like total her car he's just like oh those, it's, uh, whoa, it's like those... it's like both your tires blew out i guess you gotta go back to my place <laughs>
0: He almost got Tilly. Yeah, that, so that was uh, Tilly was the sister. Tilly okay. was the one painted gold. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, he never gets to do anything with Tilly because she's like, no, fuck you." I'm just trying to save my sister, and then she just gets got pretty bad, pretty quickly. Honestly, yeah. Um, Odd job think this got is her good. The, yeah, he. Yeah, he fucking that hatch <laughs> it's hard to dodge immediately just breaks the neck i guess
2: but he, he was super accurate to the book too like all of him um even the the golf ball game stuff like that was that was super accurate
1: dude uh, that might be my fa- one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when, like because they they established the goldfinger he loves winning and he mm-hmm. can't stand losing and so at the end of like his game like golf game with Bond, he's like "Ah, oh, i guess i lose oh wait a minute that's not your ball you must hit someone else's unless you're cheating so you actually lose this round which means you lose the game it's like oh shit he got him good
0: yeah that was really very very well done i cracked up too because the caddy's in on it too and he's just like okay yeah. because you could tell he's cheating and i guess like the reason you know goldfinger is not the most capable villain uh without like his right hand man and whatnot who's basically doing everything for him, like if the guy needs to cheat to beat all these people, you don't feel that much of a threat from him from him. Plus like he's not a good fighter. Like you see him just fly out of a window of a plane, which that is actually so much... probably he the most comical. Yeah, that was very, very comical, I think. Um like you have we we talked about it in The Living No, it was in the Living Day. It's um a view No, it, it was the Living Daylights, the one where he goes to Afghanistan. And they're on the plane, and they're hanging off, like, the cargo, and the dude's trying to get on Bond's boot. Bond loses his boot and kicks him off, and she's like, what happened to him? And he's like, I gave him the boot. Oh, God,
1: (laughs) I love the puns in this movie, too. Oh, they're
0: fantastic. I think, honestly, they're a very big, like, predecessor to Schwarzenegger uh coming in and being like oh i can do one-liners too. watch this yeah, and then reals. just making though he becomes the king after like bond is good but schwarzenegger is still and like, at the same time
1: like odd job doesn't like say a word in this movie
0: he does say ah like that's, that, that, yeah. that's how he is he's a they uh,
2: say he's a mute in the book like oh yeah. interesting yeah and that's why do they do means, that in like, the book
0: too like do they just have him go
2: like ah yeah, and there's like, like All a right. grunt noise and then like they even say he's training him for certain stuff and everything mm-hmm. and bond, of, like bond hands him the golf ball and he just like crushes it into dust dude he, like when he meets bond like he reaches his hand out and then um goldfinger's just like just be cautious like you know his strength is so intense and bond you know shakes his hand and his, it's like sore afterwards and everything because he's like Fuck, dude. Uh, yeah it, they've I, really defined how strong he is without knowing
0: i think out of all of the bond henchmen villains etc in terms of physical prowess uh odd is probably the strongest besides only one other villain that we will get to actually talk about in sometimes i was gonna say june and then i thought about it. i'm like oh wait no sometime this year eventually though uh in both the spy who loved me and moonraker have jaws yeah who's I mean, this guy with the fucking metal teeth and I, that and he's guy like seven
1: feet tall <laughs> yeah
0: he's insane it, it's gonna be so that is one of the other most iconic villains like him and odd Job are actually probably the two most iconic villains yeah. in the entire series
1: i love playing as odd Job in the uh goldeneye n64 game because oh you just throwing they the physically made him shorter which made him harder to shoot <laughs> oh my god i forgot that yep. yeah because
0: he's like all the he all the all the bronze within him is just because he's shorter so just all extra mass pushed him. yeah oh my god i also you know because of brandon like uh talking about austin powers you see odd jobs um influence in the first austin powers movie with um What was his name? Um, There was a character, and instead of a hat, he throws. Oh yeah, the guy
1: who threw the shoe. Yeah, Yeah. there's Mm -hmm. a character in *Austin Powers* that
0: throws the shoe, and it's just like, who throws a bloody shoe? It's just so fucking stupid. Like he actually hits him with it, but that doesn't do anything. It's just like, oh, you threw Uh, a shoe at him, dude. Like, why would you? Why would you do that? But yeah, it's a funny, funny, influential portion there. Uh. I did want to ask Brandon for the book uh, because I noticed like, you know, in this one, it's kind of unexpected when you see that it's a lot of Chinese henchmen that Goldfinger has, especially like he's in Europe and you're like, they're just nonchalantly doing this in Europe and then they're here. But uh, do they talk about that in the book and explain why? Koreans
2: like working on it because at the time. Koreans were meant to be like I mean, this is racist as shit.
0: But uh Oh I mean, Korean war time? Yeah. Oh like, uh, yeah, they're... they did
1: mention because he he said he made a deal with like this guy's country, but they yeah. weren't specific. Like, yeah. I couldn't
0: remember, yeah, if what he said in the I they Okay, even, were they were they, were they even Korean stayed... in the
2: film then? I guess they were Korean.
0: I don't know. I, they're I, like I, North Korean? Something like that. Like, but the thing about it is like
2: it was super racist. Like even I think Bond makes a statement about them like not even really being human like there's like oh, a geez. deep cut like a one line <sighs> and i was like oh shit but then it's, <laughs> again context time when it was written what was yeah. going on knowing your yeah. shit like that's all like it would not fly today it didn't fly when they made the film either because that was never fucking mentioned but uh yeah that was a big thing he did just have a bunch of korean servants um and they even took a mansion. funny thing where you're going you like Wait, what was it? You see Goldfinger's mansion in the book. We don't see you read. Really? Yeah, t- uh, where's it even located?
0: Like... <sighs> was it in like America. it's in okay? It's in the U.S. It's yeah. not like some island or something. I guess yeah. I'm so used to the all all the villains always have a fucking island, so I'm never sure anymore at this point. <laughs>
2: You know, and the book starts off, like, it had a really cool setup that I wish I could have seen in the book, I mean, the movie, um, because it starts off with a quote, like, on one of the first pages, and that's how the chapters and the the parts of the book are laid out. Um, Goldfinger said, Mr. Bond, they have a saying in Chicago, once is happenstance, twice is coincidence, the third time, it's enemy action. Mm. And part one, two, and three of the book are called happenstance, uh, twice is a coincidence. Uh, third time or and then en- enemy action and I was like damn because ah, cool. once happenstance was the the card game in the very beginning where he finds yeah. the girl and the cheating uh, the second time was the golf game and then um, after that gosh what did they do they did one more thing after that which makes it enemy action um, I think Bond well when he meets the girl he doesn't use his fancy ass car to like fuck up her car. Uh what happens, whatever Till, whatever this Tillie Tilly, yeah. Um, they're driving through a town and she's speeding, kinda like, you know, uh the spy who not uh what was the last book? Um Her Majesty's Secret Service. Remember when we see the girl that's like racing next to him? He he yes. encounters Tilly like that, and then he like they go and park kind of in the same town. And he, like, backs up his car into hers on purpose. He just backs it up to where they got to repair it. He doesn't fucking shred it up <laughs> and, like, destroy her car. And she's, she's like, on this mission, too. They're going the same direction. And it has to get fixed overnight. And so she just decides to stay with him. And they kind of team up a little bit after that. But, yeah. I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool, too. Um, but, of course, they're including that car to do something in the film to include that. So,
0: yeah, which, you know, all the Bond movies or many of them are famous for always like the cars in it. And he even like talks, I forget what the previous model was in, I guess, from Russia. Well, he said
1: it was like a, what happened to my Bentley?
0: Yeah, and they're like, that was the old model. It, it just, you know, it, it died. It, that was another thing. A... I
1: forgot that this was the film that they supposed, I guess they introduced the Aston Martin, which is like iconic. Yeah. And
0: it has all the, I love, you know, they reveal under the, um, i forget what it's called like the armrest center console all, mm-hmm. center console yeah it has all the different um portion like all the different buttons and everything else yeah. like oh here's fire machine guns uh, smoke all this yeah shit. oil yeah. slick yeah uh that was a great uh inclusion there that i always appreciate
1: i love the like passenger ejector seat it's like whatever you do don't press this button
0: <laughs>
1: i forgot that was probably the first
0: use of that too, huh that was like the introduction to hey your seat could eject people and it makes me flash forward to like too fast too furious <laughs> where Tyrese Tyrese's character Roman Pierce sends someone out of his car going eject doxe okay <laughs> and he just fucking launches them out of the goddamn car and I'm like watching this bond movie, And that just like goes through my head and I'm like, it all makes sense now Hmm. from Sean Connery to Tyrese. These all, these things always occur, but oh my God, I I love that all these Connery movies, especially the Connery movies, no matter, you know, how age they get or whatever, how influential they are to like, just everything from tropes to stylization of how they want to kind of get something done Mm -hmm. or just actions that a character does in a film. Yeah. Uh, it's always really good the way they pull that off.
2: uh Was this the first movie that they used the Aston Martin? I think, yeah, that's what James is saying because the Bentley was in the previous film. Right? I'm trying to think of like, because there's only three then. This is the third one. It
0: has to be that. I
2: don't even remember the Yeah, Dr. No, honest. he didn't have a car.
0: Oh, really? okay. He was on the island. Yeah, so he didn't uh, have anything. He was being driven. It. Yeah.
2: And then I don't even remember the Bentley and From Rush to Love, to be honest. I
0: barely, yeah, because I just remember the train for the most part, to be honest. Wow. That's insane. Okay.
2: Yeah. Gosh.
0: I don't even it's remember. funny because we're thinking about that now and we're like, we just saw No Time to Die and that beginning scene where he's just flipping around in the fucking car. Yeah. Doing yeah. all that shit. Like, you're just like, oh, yeah, cars, Bond cars, <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's always the cars the watches there's always something about him that you're like i want to kind of the the style that this guy has you want to kind of take some of it and utilize it for that's me the thing it's... like
1: he's just always been like cool swap yeah. swap yeah. cool
0: guy who somehow can get any woman whether or not she wants him to get her or not and then he just kind of goes oh don't worry i'll get you eventually yeah for a bit but i'll get you you literally watch when he is go, going with pussy galore and it's just like she's resisting resisting or is it given yeah <laughs> trying so hard yeah and it's just
2: crazy because he's just not like that in the books at all it just really Interesting. isn't like it's yeah we not... talked we
0: did talk about that in the couple of craig episodes we've done where craig is probably the most uh didn't you say he's the most like bond in the book yeah. where he's a lot more compassionate yeah, and he's just, Pretty like, much. hurt
2: and just hardened, you know what I mean? Like, he still talks about Vespa throughout the entire series. Like, her name always will pop up. And that, or Vesper, not Vespa. Um, but, oh, man, even this one, it's just, like, it's just so cringy at that point, knowing what Bond is like. He has his moments, for sure. I mean it's just that era, but not like like as intense as Connery puts it out there to be. I I don't know, man. Connery was a bad influence, dude. Like that was seeing that shit on screen was just not the
0: Oh yeah, no, he definitely to was. He, issues he to just, uh, I mean that just like Ian Fleming, it's all just that Times era of just, hey, this is how things are kind of done or whatever. I mean, the fifties was the whole thing of yeah you know you got your wife in the kitchen and your man's coming home from work and there's timmy and jenny in the living room watching television the perfect american family family yeah yeah Yeah. that that whole idea and this is less than a decade after like this is only like a few years after that where it's like oh here's the british perspective but also here's the man doing the man thing Mm -hmm. just like man chalk it's a man's world Yeah, yeah it's yeah it's a man's world the whole thing about that uh And with Connery, he definitely makes it his own where it becomes the defining thing where, you know, a lot of people now are basically like, I fucking can't stand Connery because of everything he represents. And you're just kind of like, I definitely understand what you're saying.
1: But still so good. He's I know. It's yeah. entertaining. You're dude, just like, I can't when you, I can't help it. When it's, he it's walks too... out,
2: he's wearing those like short shorts and you just see Conry legs, I'm like, damn dude, like not bad. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a good the
0: Scottish chest. Yeah. yeah. Scottish power hour, really. Like you got the Scottish guy. That's all that matters. If you want to see his legs more, watch the longest day, where he literally plays a Scottish soldier and they got the kilts. Fucking uh. primo supremo right there. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. 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 Easily. Yeah good old scots fighting nazis it's all It's always great um, but uh the woman in this this in this movie so we got we talked about four the very first one was that woman that's like a dancer and she's taking a bath and uh she is trying to you know trick him as they're making out this dude just fucking comes out of the corner of the room with like a club and he's like i'm gonna get you he sees and, the
1: reflection of the guy in her eye and he turns around eye. and he like he could have just, like, dodged, but he literally turns around and has the guy smash her in the head first.
0: That was the most Connery shit. Uh, that's where I was like, yeah, let's talk Connery.
1: Like, I loved that whole first, like, five whatever minutes of the movie because it's like, yo, they've made a whole James Bond movie in five minutes and just put it in front of this one. It's got its own Bond girl. It's got its own villain he has to fight. He goes on a whole mission and blows the thing up and it comes back and even has a suit at the end. Like... I mean, that's literally, it's
0: that whole beginning segment is just a, hey, here's literally James Bond in a nutshell in like five minutes. This is the entire franchise in 5 minutes and that's just the woman <laughs> I love woman also kill man
1: Dude, put suit it's so man. long and like i love he, he one liner he kills that guy that tries to Shock like him. like kill him but like, he like yeah he throws it he the guy like falls into the bathtub before it was like drained of water and he throws a fan <laughs> into the t- bathtub sh- electrocutes him and he's just like shocking
0: it's because uh, he, he got Bond's gun. That was the big thing. He was reaching for Bond's gun. Bond's like, oh fuck, what do I do? And he's like, oh, here we go. And I love that Like he looks down at her and goes absolutely shocking. Uh, just like in disbelief of her and she's just like fuck, what happened? She's like, what <laughs> yeah, she's dude, just... <laughs>
2: It's crazy because like in the book he's hunting down or he had just killed somebody. Um, This Mexican that was part of like a cartel that did all this stuff and it was like a, a drug runner. And Check out how this starts off. I'm just going to read the first like page of like this Bond book to give you guys some insight of what oh, it's boy. like. Um, it's called Reflections in a Double Bourbon. That's chapter one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> James Bond, with two double bourbons inside him, sat inside the final departure lounge of Miami Airport and thought about life and death. It was his profession to kill people. He had never liked doing it, and when he had a kill, he did it as well as he knew how to forget about it. As a secret agent who held a rare double-O prefix, the license to kill in the Secret Service, it was his duty to be as cool about death as a surgeon. If it happened, it happened. Regretful was unprofessional. Worse, it was death. It was Death Watch Beetle in the soul. And yet there had been some something curiously impressive about death of the Mexican. It wasn't that he had deserved to die. He was an evil man. They call in Mexico a, campung- a campungo. A Cambungo is a bandit who will kill for as little as 40 pesos, which is about 25 shillings. Though probably he had probably been paid more to attempt to, uh, the killing of Bond. And from the look of him, he had been an instrument of pain and misery uh, all his life. Yes, it's certainly been time for him to die. But when Bond killed him, less than 24 hours before, life had gone out of the body so quickly, so utterly, that Bond had almost seen it come out of his mouth as it does in the shape of a bird in Haitian primitives. Like, dude, that's like how Bond... Haitian
0: primitives? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What what the fuck? I don't know.
2: That's how a Bond book starts. Um, But, I mean, dude, it's just like that contrast of just like... It's a different type of like Bond-CIA like secret agent like it kind of reminds me of the beginning of a Daniel Craig Bond film than it does these ones you know like and, uh, something just happened and Bond is like rattled about it still and he's trying to like cool the fuck down because he's like just hates it at that point crazy I feel
0: like Ian Fleming is just on his island in Jamaica and he's like I have an entire island of help <laughs> <laughs> like that's kind of, that's kind of how I feel of what happened there <laughs> Yeah, it was. I'm sorry, I'm just no, getting no. over like, well, oh, the
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. There's there's terms in here that just like blow you away from how like, kind of like racist and like not. I mean, it's just not proper for today's. I mean, language. I still
0: remember when you told us when you said like, oh yeah, there's N-word island, and I'm like, oh, yes, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, straight up. Thank
0: you, Ian Fleming. I'm I'm so glad you're. Here. I wish
2: I could find the Korean stuff. I should have marked it, but I. It's interesting. I wonder how it's gonna if i would read read them in order it would be interesting to see how that changes over time because i'm very
0: you... curious now because i at first i was going to try to do my catch-up and go through the way we've done it where i just read them as the uh as we get through the movies but now i'm like you know what maybe when i finally get to these books i'm just going to do it in actual release order so I'll, I'll be like oh this makes sense oh that makes sense mm-hmm. oh yeah, <laughs> just i'm understanding these a lot more uh God, now I'm like, oh, wait, well, who's more interesting to go read now? Do I want to go read Jules Verne, and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Or do I want to read Ian Fleming talking about being like, oh, yes, this brown skinned man, this is a <laughs> piece of shit? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> damn it, Ian Fleming. Oh, my God. Uh, British people. Too much. Cracks me up. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the first one. Uh, the next one, yeah, was. Uh, forgetting it's masterson but uh jill masterson was the first one Mm -hmm. and she gets the full like gold treatment that really defines everything in this and i will say uh we might we'll probably i'll I'll bring this up again in our quantum episode but we kind of get a i don't want to say tribute because it's fucked up to say tribute but we get a callback to this Mm -hmm. in quantum because the female one of the female characters in that gets killed the same way, but instead she's covered in oil oh. instead of gold, which is, you know, black gold, as someone said. Oh. So okay. that was kind of like that interesting callback. I believe the villain, that one's like Mr. Green or something. But, yeah, there's that whole kind of style there that they go with that, but we'll, we'll bring that back up uh, in that episode about this whole Goldfinger callback. But, you know, she, that, she dies. Mm-hmm. and then we get tilly masterson which is even more fucked up because you're like oh this this woman is coming to avenge her sister who was murdered by goldfinger and you know you say in the book she at least lasts a little bit longer but in this one she just gets fucking beaten the back of the head with a hat and it's like oh the revenge sister is now dead too and it's like that's it you know just like
1: yeah that's pretty like, fucked up her <laughs> good story ended really suddenly
2: that that's I think that's the way it ends in the book too, is from what I'm checking out as well. Yeah.
0: Oh just odd job hits in the back mm-hmm. of the head with
2: the hat. Yeah, it's kind of one of those sudden things where you don't expect her to die and she does and you're like, oh fuck. Like Yeah. And you know what, meeting with the gang leaders, that was a totally Oh wait, I found it. Here we go. Uh um yeah yeah she gets killed during operation grand slam during all that okay i was right um but the gang leaders, I thought that was the goofiest thing in the world, dude. What is this? A merry
1: go-round? Like they were all
2: <laughs> tripping out, with every time you pushed a button, they were just like in panic, the lights went
0: off. I and they love, all got scared. Like, oh my god. I
1: wonder how much time they spent setting up that set. Cause like the Pretty whole elaborate. room transformed basically. And... Yeah. you have like
0: Bond <laughs> under the under the table, just like looking through the yeah. dude, golden Right like... in
1: the front, like you couldn't like, see his eye like peeking through at some point. Like gold was... fingers like flipping switches and knobs left and right, like yeah. to make this just like a like a powerpoint presentation happens yes (laughs) a very elaborate mr
0: solo can leave it's fine man literally gets shot and then compacted into a car that's crushed and i love
1: how like even with the projection on the wall like that wasn't good enough i have to open up the floor and bring up like a model of the uh of fort knox to better explain my plan You know what? Bond
2: and the girl in that scene, what they're doing is that anyone who agrees or rejects with him, they're taking note to like, well, they're taking note of Goldfinger's of the people's reaction to Goldfinger's plan and they're putting like plus or minuses seeing if they, you know, if they're like accepting to it or not and uh, they're like giving Goldfinger insight of like this person's going to bail or not. Um, mm. And if somebody does try to go off and they get killed. I love it's Mr. Solo. (laughs) The one Mr. guy. So, that's over. So Dude he went solo. They were, and they're all American. It was pretty accurate. It was all American gangsters, but they had a much more fleshed out. They even had like a black girl running some stuff. They had like pussy galore running a gang, and then all these other dudes. Here was just a bunch of white guys, like they're from
1: Brooklyn and shit. It was terrible. You gotta
0: make it believable. She. <laughs> yeah. I
1: never do business with this guy. It's like, well, neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
0: so fucking... oh. uh, Yeah, and then Pussy Galore is, like, the final Bond girl, and she's, like, the pilot. And like you said in the book, she's a gangster. But, yeah, in this one, she's a pilot. She taught all the other pilots that are basically going to do the knockout gas, and she's become Goldfinger's personal pilot, like, taking him everywhere via plane or helicopter when you see at the end she's, like, in a helicopter at one point. But uh, she's pretty much on board until sex yeah and then then she is no longer on board because sex
1: like the whole thing was so funny to me because like goldfinger literally is like oh hey like those two american agents are like snooping around we got to make him think that like bond is like totally fine or whatever so pussy why don't you go make bond more comfortable and she's like okay sure business before pleasure and i was like yo did goldfinger just tell her to go fuck james bond like and she's like sure fine <laughs>
0: You know, these things, honestly, that wouldn't be the most surprising thing considering how many times Bond is sleeping with a woman that tries to then kill him or have another yeah. guy kill him. Like in the beginning, she tries to let the guy club him and then she instead gets clubbed, caveman style. And then yep. fucking uh, in Dr. No, he ends up sleeping with one of the women there that I think he even ties up and stuff uh, when he knows she's trying to kill him too uh, in the hotel. You remember that one, right, Brandon? Mm-hmm yeah yeah so like there, there's always like that whole thing of it's like a weird double double-edged sword where on one hand you have the villains trying to utilize women to entice and defeat bond but then you also have bond going i can entice and turn and do a lot of stuff with women too at the same time mm-hmm. so it's a very interesting just like Oh, you know, a secret agent, he just, he just needs to know about seduction because that's another tool that they all apparently use, like, nonstop. Like, a lot. Every single time. <laughs> like, it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I almost want to do a... I mean, it, it's bad, but I almost want to do, like, a count by the, when we finish and get through, uh, I guess, by the time we get to a uh, Spectre mm-hmm. uh, at the end. I want to do, like, a full count of how many women has James Bond slept with and how, like, at one point has this man not contracted STDs at the yeah, time, what the reels, fuck happened? Dude. Well, I mean, I,
2: it's got the government, you know what I mean? Like, he's being yeah, tested true. all the time, I'm sure.
0: Here, here's a pill. That's, we'll stop yeah. All these Q is, like, whipping happened. up, like,
1: cure-alls. Yeah, right, You know yeah. that man
0: does not use a condom. Like, everyone knows James Bond does not use yeah. a condom. <laughs> well, I
1: mean, you just
2: landed in the middle of almost an ocean, you know? Nothing else. You're in a barn, you know? Um. Oh! Oh, the deaths! The deaths of everybody, you know they the way goldfinger dies um i I think airtight that's the way home dies with the boulder hat they they switch that up oh really yeah he he gets sucked through it and he's all huge and everything and he's like bulging and it's kind of like gory the way he ends up bulging out and like getting crammed into it and it describes his body like crunching and going out through the like the window and everything yeah Um, I can't recall how Goldfinger died though.
0: I was gonna say, like, then how would Goldfinger? I die think he just boy?
2: straight up gets like beat up or shot or something. <laughs> he just gets punched. I he's mean, I'm like, dead. It'd be
1: pretty po- like poetic if he got crushed by a bunch of gold. Right. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I think
0: it's kind of like um, what was it, Aladdin three and the King of Thieves, uh, when the the main villain there, he's like, I want the hand of Midas, and Aladdin's like, You want the hand? You got it. He tosses it to yeah. him, catches it, turns the gold immediately dies just because he's gold now oh man honestly that sounds like the coolest thing if you have your arch enemy turn into gold so now you just have your arch enemy in your house as a gold statue that's pretty cool you know it's he
2: he strangles goldfinger that's right there's a big like man-to-man match going on and he ends up strangling him yeah
0: um, I mean, is Goldfinger's body type the same in the book where he's just kind he's of like not a... not like a big guy, honestly. He's not like some big old fat dude. Uh, okay. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, you can tell he's not fit in, the, like, in this one. He's just kind of like l- lumbering around everywhere. Just like, oh. Oh, know, my
2: gosh. And, you know, it's been so... I-, I read the book weeks ago, all right, because we planned to record this, but life got busy. Um, but uh, Pussy Galore, this is... <laughs> Pussy uh, Galore, <laughs> uh, she's, she's a lesbian. She runs a lesbian gang in the book. Um, and that's a big thing because at the end of it, she like still hooks up with Bond.
0: Yeah, That's what I was like. Yeah, the man, that like, said that, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he went in there and said like, here, I can, that was probably, oh my God, that that, that is shit you, they would do back then because they're like, oh, the stuff is wrong, I know choice. how to make it right. Yeah, yeah. It's I, like, I can make you choose the right path or some shit, this probably. Is, oh,
2: this is just the stupid part, and I, I totally forgot about this. Um, pussy disclosing her adult lifestyle is, uh, is the result of having been sexually abused during adolescence by an uncle willingly submits to tender loving care by Bond.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. <sighs> I feel like I'm going to read all these
0: Ian Fleming books and then I'll be done and be like, I'm glad I'm never going to read one of these Ian Fleming uh, nah, books. Ever. Nah,
2: that's like, that's like, there's like little parts like that that are insane, but like overall they're fucking phenomenal. I would reread all of them for sure. Okay. Yeah. Kind of I, I just
0: feel like you're going to be reading like adventure, 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 racism, adventure, adventure, <laughs> sexism, it's, adventure, it's adventure. Just, the
2: way they do it is so subtle too. Like it's a one, nothing whenever it goes into those moments, um, koreans and lesbians like being abused and uh like you know certain islands like it's so brief it's like once in like three to five words and then you're never going to go back to it again and it's never like it's just so like did i just read that like when you're going across it it's never really embellished upon um which i think is why it kind of still works in the modern day because you could kind of breeze over it because it's not pivotal to any aspect to it, the story okay yeah it's not like it's brought up and hammered down like and that's why she's like on a vengeance you know what i mean like stuff like
0: that yeah, yeah. okay yeah i guess how would you guys um well, i guess finishing off like the whole idea of like um solo and stuff because we, we kind of just went over it lightly but it was funny, the idea that Bond is like, oh, I'll use this guy to get a message out. But I think he also is assuming, oh, he's going to kill Solo and he's going to dump the body somewhere. Someone's going to find the body and in his pocket will be the note I left to get help. It was either that or Solo will read this and then send it to someone else to get help. One of the two. And then either way, the message along with Solo become a square. Yeah inside of a car
1: it's so weird they brought that car back to the compound too yeah Mm -hmm. it was also
0: funny how fast they just did it like it was like immediately out of the car crane's already coming down to take care of it like so fucking fast it's i don't know i thought i thought it was just funny how how incredibly like fast they were it was um it was like live and let die honestly it felt like because now it makes sense with the same director that did live and let die uh, that was the one where they're in New Orleans and you see the people having a funeral and everyone's sad and a guy will die. They'll kill a guy in the street and the coffin's actually empty. They will lower the coffin onto the guy and then it'll close under him. So now they have the body in there. And then it turns from a funeral into a parade. And they're like, oh, boy. Da, 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 and they're just like, that entire block of people just literally all were involved in a murder of a man. Yep. And hiding the body. Yep. Yep. What That's was That's the this? thing, James. Live and Let Die, the first Roger Moore Bond film. That's it also is in New Orleans, weird. one
2: where uh, Felix gets eaten by the shark piranha things, too, right? That's where, yeah, all yeah. that happens. Mm-hmm
0: yeah it's pretty fucking it's it's a it's a very voodoo uh one it's actually it, it ends very voodoo too because the guy didn't die he's on the train he's like "Ooh!" ha ha, ha. And the movie just fucking ends it's a it's a good time though it's uh it's funny actually i, I don't know if you guys noticed now but you, we all know that uh prime bought i mean amazon bought mm-hmm. lionsgate which owns or is it lionsgate or mgm i think it was MDM. mgm sorry MGM. Uh, and that was part of uh james bond and pretty much i don't know if all of them are but majority of the bond films i think are on prime oh, now is that why i was able to watch on thinker mm-hmm. prime? yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah that's do yes. with some of the classic ones and but Which, they do
2: rotate them in and out just heads up They're yes they, they come and out. go yeah it has right. happened
0: before where i've gotten to watch them for free on there other times mm-hmm. i've had to actually rent them yeah to do it because i don't feel like buying more than just the daniel craig movies yeah if I'm, to be honest. honestly so uh but yeah
2: what's what's next
0: after this it's what moonraker right uh, we would be Thunderball. Thunderball. Uh, Thunderball. I get that mixed Thunderball. up with Moonraker all the time. Okay. So we have one more we have more Craig movie. It's Thunderball for this year. We have two Thundrake. Roger Moore movies, Thundrake. which is The Spy Who Loved Me and Moonraker. Uh, and then uh, License to Kill from Timothy Dalton. So which...
2: Those will be interesting because those ones are based. Those are books, Moon, uh, License to Kill and Moonraker. And it'll be interesting seeing Timothy Dalton really adhere to the the books roger moore Roger Moore. um here to the books because i don't think we've really
0: seen too many where it does tie into the books right with him well we've only done live and let die so far oh the no live and let die and the man with the golden gun which had man uh Chris, christopher lee that's right that's as right. the I villain Yeah. about that one man and that's one mm-hmm. of the last bond ones
2: that is the last bond book because then the other one is like short story bonds
0: wait so was spy who loved me and moonraker short stories or actually full novelizations those are full novelizations play? so they happen before live and let die very interesting or man with the golden gun
2: yeah man with the golden gun and then it's octopussy and the living Daylight. that's one book
0: gotcha so license to kill if i remember correctly then was the first non-novelization and from that la that second dalton movie through Mm -hmm. brosnan is all original content as we got to do last time where we were like goldeneye no connections oh but there's a game
2: which is crazy we talked about
0: the game though yeah
2: uh, they're gonna oh i was gonna
0: say something about the game but
2: um thunderball comes out after for your eyes only and then it's the spy who loved me that's so confusing it is that is
0: so fucking confusing oh my god a map
2: to do all that yeah, it's crazy. I'm excited to read it though. Um I didn't I've seen that movie and I didn't that underwater scene is too much, but uh it's pretty cool. I'm I'm interested
0: to go back to it. Yeah. And cuz it has another battle too. That's the not all these movies have battles. Like I think this is the first one that Gold, Goldfinger had the first battle. Dr. No didn't From Russia with Love I don't think did. Mm-hmm. Uh Goldfinger does. Uh when we watched Living Daylights that did. That was like the full Afghanistan uh mujahideen versus uh russians um i think that's it so far goldfinger didn't have one casino didn't have one yeah so we'll we'll get to see um thunderball will be the next one but not all like it, it is fun when you do have a movie that does have the battle oh on her majesty's secret service had one too yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so that was that was actually a really cool one that's probably one of my favorites still that one in thunderball i do remember i love the underwater thunderball fight personally as a kid and i heard that's I not just... in the book i heard that was like made for the film so we'll find out okay. I gotta do some yeah research we'll find about out about all that stuff but i think
1: that's all we did you guys have anything else to say about I really it really
2: didn't not too much
1: i mean i just find it funny that goldfinger had a golden gun at the end of the movie it oh i like... love that yeah he shot some of his own people to trick the american soldiers into believing that he was an american soldier but he still had a golden gun and no one was like that's odd and then like as soon as he was behind the american soldiers he shot them i was like wait so he just killed a bunch of his own dudes for like two seconds of like distraction
0: well he shot his assistant guy the the asian assistant and that guy yeah um... He shot him mm-hmm. and then was like, "Oh, look out! They got the ball, ball." And then yeah, and then he just picks up a fucking machine gun and just goes at it. God, that was ridiculous. Love it. Yeah. Um,
2: but probably by the time we get to all that, you know, Moonraker will probably be a couple weeks away. Um, I guess we're we'll probably gonna end up doing Jaws right before that, or we are going to do, um, our May month. We just have to do May, don't we?
0: Yeah. So, because which was the next Bond movie? We were doing Thunderball next, yeah, right? Thunderball, or was- yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll get to Thunderball when we can. James, if you want, we can come on for that, too. It's the other Connery, of course. Water Connery. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, we'll do uh, the Cowboy Samurai Month, which will be Akira Kurosawa's Yojimbo and Sergio Leone's uh, Fistful of Dollars, which I'm going to talk to Roman to see if he wants to come on for those because I know he's a very big fan of both of those uh, genres and filmmakers. Um, But, yeah, we have that next. And then... uh, July was... Uh, Steven Spielberg. We, we, there's more Bond in June. So, July we have Spielberg, which is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jaws and uh, the Amblin short film. And what was the other one called? I forget already. His uh, first film. It started with an F. It was like Fire or something. I
2: don't remember Spielberg's first film. I totally forget it. But it was... But, uh, yeah, we'll get to yeah, it. We'll get to those, yeah.
0: Yeah, because first off first, you got Cowboys and Samurais. So, yeah. that'll be fun. But, all right, guys. Uh, we probably... I don't think we'll have as big of a gap in between time as this episode and Lord of the Rings just because we've also been traveling a lot. Uh, But yeah, I think we'll try to get back to a weekly format for now just to catch up more. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, we'll potentially see you guys next week. And then of course, uh, Brandon, where can people find
2: you? Check out Apollo city comics on all podcast platforms, new episodes, Thursdays, also Thursday nights. Come join us live on YouTube for drink and draw with Danny. And uh, we have a bunch of cool stuff planned for you guys there. So come just hit up our Instagram
1: for all the updates.
0: And James, where can people find you?
1: Uh, my Twitter handle and pretty much everything is uh, at invadergym 124
0: Cool. And uh, earlier this week, we should have already released our part two of the Destiny Witch Queen episode uh, for Sutra Side Talk that we'll be knocking out. And actually next week uh for side talk we have uh our marvel episode with thor love and thunder and miss marvel which uh ryan from across the biofrost will be on with us along with actually brandon here so mm-hmm. we're gonna have a fun uh marvel talk there and of course you know sidewatch is on the sutra side talk channel so we got those uh right now there's not much for up to a down to it or kind of still like i said working on that kind of stuff at the moment um so right now it's just gonna be side talk and Sidewatch, uh but otherwise subscribe uh check out uh instagram tiktok and twitter uh for suture side talk and you can follow me on twitter at gogocomzilla and we will catch you guys potentially next week with yo jimbo so long thanks for listening